Peace. You cooling with the completest. I want to drop some jewels on y'all real fast, man. Download the Anchor app if you want to drop a podcast, man. It's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit. You know what I'm saying? And plus, the app distributes your podcast for you on places like Spotify and Apple. You feel me? And you can make money from your podcast with minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Peace, Ashe. understand it, but I don't understand it. Uh, I understand it in the aspect of, you know, they want to incorporate more of that into comics. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Um, I don't understand it as far as using Kryptonian. The reason I don't understand that aspect is because Superman is the pinnacle of comics. When we think of Golden Age, when you think of anything superhero-related, feet-wise, story-wise, merchandise, anything, you think of Superman. So to have him tied into it where it's his biological son that's like that, it's like, it's, it's weird. And I get some people like, it's cool because he's technically still a new character. Mm-hmm. But I, I just personally felt like we could have used the characters we already got. You know, y'all already have characters. And if y'all did want to use a character that we already got that's not bisexual or whatever, y'all could have changed that way. I felt like they should have used Kara. We could Supergirl, I feel like Supergirl would have been, or, or Power Girl, either one of them would have been, I feel like it would have, wouldn't have been as much backlash. It would have blew over a lot easier. Yeah. People would have accepted it a lot more versus you got the one community over here that's like, oh, I love it. And then you got the other community over here like, oh, well, I hate it. Because ultimately, this is what I think. I think they're going to retract it. I think they're going to retract it and they're going to redo something else about it. Because then they just made, they just made Tim, uh, Tim Dredd bisexual. That didn't catch nowhere near as much that. Nowhere near. Nowhere near. But this is, okay, so let me say this. When, I definitely agree, though, when you say, like, but there are a few problems. Like, let's say when people found out, when people found out that um, Carol Danvers was, was gay. You know, first they made her bisexual, then they said, no, she full on lesbian. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? People really stopped liking her because of that. Because not only is she an asshole, you know what I'm saying, for real, but now she's a lesbian. That, now, now, that didn't have crazy media coverage, but there was a lot of talks about it on the internet. And my whole thing is is that they, if they would have did something like that for, for Kara, like, I feel like that would have been like their version of Captain Marvel, if that makes sense. You Which, and this and my thing with that is because I mean you already got Bap and DC. Yeah, she's gay. You got Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy. Yep, yeah. And they, I'm saying, as far as big characters, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. My thing with the girl and what I feel like that's confusing with girl is because in the current Dark Ages book, not is it Dark Ages? I don't know if it's Dark Ages. I didn't even read the the current run. I have to read that tonight. I just I'm I got trying to figure out where issue. I just read it at. I'm trying to figure out where I just read that at. But she got a her and Tony Stark got a kid. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like 
what's going on here? What 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 are y'all doing? You know, it's like I mean, at the end of the day, I'm starting to really feel like this. Like I'm a heterosexual man. I love women. And I kind of feel like the world is kind of trying to morph into a more like gender fluid state. I feel like it's just more of a when it comes to comics, and I think the reason they're implemented the way they're doing it, as far as using it for big characters or characters that's more known, is to get people attention and to bring that awareness and to grab people's attention about that yeah. by yeah. far. Because I mean, like I said, you got hundreds of characters that's already like like that. You know what I'm saying? Midnight and what's the name of art? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, but they're like, oh well, we we do this. People like this character. People read this or people buy this. Let's do this. And I felt like they chose John because they couldn't do Kyle. Yeah. And they did Clark. It's like, nah. It's just not him. It's not him. It's really not John either if you actually followed any of his stories. I mean, listen, me personally, from following the stories and reading like Superboy and Robin... You know what I'm saying? And, like, I, I'm not going to say that I got gay vibes from John. Because, like you said, you really don't sense that. But, honestly, for me, I feel like it was not surprising at all. It didn't surprise me, no. It didn't surprise me at all. I, it actually made a lot of sense. Because of just the way, if you just really think of how... <laughs> Clark is and how Lois is. You literally look at John, you know what I'm saying, and that's what you see. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's what you see. That's who he is, and he really has a lot more of his mom in him than Clark. You know what I'm saying? Honestly. You know, but he has that hero, you know what I mean, that that promise, you know what I'm saying, that Clark that Clark won't, you know what I'm saying, and that he definitely can be the next Superman, and he will be, you know what I mean, so I don't see, I don't think it's a problem, but I do understand where both sides are coming with the, yeah, yeah. That's, I definitely see where both sides are coming from, yeah, I see where both sides are coming from, because, I mean, at the end of the day, this is business, you know what I mean, and the way that they implementing a lot of stuff into these shows and movies, you know, or a lot of the, you know, homosexual stuff that they, you know, have been, um, you know, pushing, not pushing, but like putting into shows, you know, trying to get more awareness of it and give them more of an identity and things of that nature. You know, it is, I mean, it is what it is. I don't necessarily feel like it's something being forced. I kind of feel like it's, just something that was an opportunity for them, I guess. You know, because at the end of the day, like we both said, John is technically a new character for real. Like, yeah, when you really think about it, he is still technically a brand he new He don't have a lot of content. You know what I he mean? Was only, he's only been, what, two, two years? Three right, years? Right, like, you know what I'm saying? He's He was he just got, a kid. They made, him, they made him a little right before they made Batman Who Left. <laughs> like, like, right, so, like, you know what I mean? Like, he has time to grow, and then and and, and and dude's an alien, man. Dude, I, motherfucker is the most powerful 
my <laughs> thing is, why would you hear my thing? He one, he he he, he technically what a teenager now. It's like, why would y'all why, why would y'all care? And all of y'all and, about to be watching and, and reading and, and trying to catch up on Invincible anyway. And that's exactly and all that Invincible fanboys. And that's the other point that I made as well. Because I said, if anything, you know what I mean, I'm going to be more just upset about the fact, you know, that they've been putting more sex in movies and TV shows, you know, that really shouldn't be there. Because, I mean, in my honest opinion, sex scenes don't really do nothing for the story unless it actually does have something to do with the story. You know what I'm saying? Because otherwise it's really baseless and it doesn't have no real positive effect on the story. They gotta have, they gotta have some fan service in there. Right, you know what I'm saying? That's really all it is, you know, and I I feel like they, you know, with comic books as well, you have to check the censor tag on that on that comic book because, you know, all most of these comics ain't for kids. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The only reason why we was kids reading comic books was because our parents thought that they were for kids. You know what I'm saying? They didn't. Our parents didn't. Our parents didn't watch cartoons. You feel and what I'm saying? All of them are for kids. That's for sure. Exactly. And our parents thought that shit because they were cartoons. And our parents didn't watch cartoons. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's not what our people did. You know what I'm saying? We did that. And our generation does that. But our generation before that, they didn't do that shit. So they let us do it. That's the only reason why we did it as kids. Now our generation needs to let need to set the tone, you know what I'm saying, and censor these kids when it comes to the shit because we know, even when it comes to cartoon animations that be so called TV 14 and um you know what I'm saying just and even has PG in it. If it has parental guardian in that shit, you need to be watching it with your child. <laughs> like is that is just that simple? You know what I mean? And people don't really take that serious. But at the end of the day, I know. I, I mean, I'm I'm digging the story. I'm digging where it's going. Um, and and it's not. And people, let's let me also say this: the story is not revolving around the fact that he's bisexual. By the way, let me just let y'all let people know that now. It does not revolve around the fact he's bisexual. That was just one part of the story. You know what I'm saying? Nobody follow. Nobody's following Aqualad. Right, and Aqualad has been been. He came out th like three years ago, four years ago. So you know, my thing on it is like I said, I just feel like. I and guess, he's black. And motherfuckers didn't make like no no, no a, fuss a, a about that. No fuss. There was absolutely no fuss about him or that one. None. Just saying. Harvey Queen and Poison Ivy been like this since the nineties. Just saying. They got a whole series together. We we just being oh, real. Harvey and Poison Ivy. It's like you know, twelve book miniseries. You know, expensive as hell, but the whole book is about pretty much about their relationship. Yep. The whole series. Gotham Sirens when they incorporated Catwoman into the series. Just you know. Listen, man. Everybody's everybody's uh. They don't want to hear it. They don't want to hear it. But I do, but I will say again before we get to your unveiling that I do understand both sides, but I do feel like people are going too ham and a lot of people don't even read the comics that are mad. 
a lot of people that are mad don't read the shit at all. They just see Superman and Superboy, and then they say, and then got upset. Right, and then got upset. Y'all don't even know what's going on. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I mean, I'm not saying that it was warranted, like it needed to happen, but I'm not surprised that it happened. <laughs> That's really, it kind of fits, John, if you, if you ask me. Mm-hmm. So while we are on that subject, let's get into some comic news and some mm-hmm. upcoming reads. My upcoming recommended reads and books to be looking out for in the months of December, well, the end of October, going into November and December. Um, going into November, there is a Superman title called The World of Krypton. And, you know, it's basically, I guess, to just... We gonna see how you how a utopia uh, the utopia of Krypton to see how life was on Krypton with that sounds crazy. Superman's parents, you know. So definitely should be an interesting read for any Superman fans out there. You know it, the um, goat, the goat. <laughs> um, getting into the other news, like I said, what next last week? Other DC books to be looking out for for upcoming of October is the DC versus Vampires. I would highly recommend it. Um, I'll be reading and collecting them myself. Coming into November, you will be getting the Dark Knight Steel, written by Tom Taylor, who is the author writer of Deceased and Dark Ages over in Marvel. Okay. So pretty sure it's going to be a nice 12 book good read. He hasn't disappointed so far. And then December 1st, the Marvel, I don't know if it's a miniseries or an event, but Devil's Reign is dropping December 1st. The art looks good. I have a huge interest in that story. Um, I don't know, Marvel, when Marvel do any series or like small events like that, they usually, they hit, and they hit hard. Mm-hmm. So, definitely should be fun to be looking out for that. I'm not a big Daredevil fan, by no means. I've never owned a Daredevil aside from his first appearance, really. Hey, this current Daredevil run has been crazy. So, should be interesting to see. That man Murdoch. Should be interesting to see. <laughs> Daredevil is definitely... Um... Give me a second, man. Hold on. No problem. It's crazy because... When we're talking about these upcoming, um, you know, there's a lot of things besides comic books and, you know, that's coming out, you know what I mean? There's some mangas coming out as well. Um, yeah, there's some mangas, man, that, um, Fire Force, man, they doing the last arc, you know, the final arc of the story, you know what I mean? They right, finally writing it out. I'm good. You know, <laughs> you know what's funny about Fire Force? Fire Force is definitely a creative-ass concept. Um, But the, my only thing is that it kind of gets repetitive. 
And then it gets it's repetitive. Mean, it, it, it looks repetitive. Yeah, it gets repetitive with the fire. You know what I'm saying? Fire. I, I watched four episodes. Yeah, it's a lot of fire. But, you know, the shit is definitely funny, though. And it's definitely a, a good story. You know what I mean? My I man, watched four episodes and was like, yeah, I I think his name is Sharon or Sharon. That boy is a dog. I'm, I'm good, man. Shango, he a dog. Or Ogun, whatever. That nigga a dog. But either way, man, go ahead back to your unveiling, brother. Uh, let's get into the unveiling now. Um, of course, I'm going to DC. Not a lot of DC this week. Um, like I said, I'm not reading my current Green Ladder run just because I'm not liking the artwork and I'm not enjoying the art. I mean, the, the story itself. I'm not enjoying the writing of it at all, so I'm not picking it up. Ooh. But I did pick up. Hardwire number two. Well, no, number, yeah, number two, right? Yes, number two. Um, milestone. I like the 90s milestone. They're, they're killing it again, so. Yeah, man. Must, must have. That should look fresh. It does. Um, the I Am Batman number two. Uh, I recommended the read of this at one point. I'm going to still recommend it. Hey, man, um, I have a question. Is his um his face is covered, right? Mm-hmm. Why do you think that is? He black. I thought so. He's black. So does so you you farther along in the story than me. Has he ever mentioned the fact that he wears that mask because he's black? Yes. In the first issue. In the first issue. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, that's all I needed to know, sir. Yeah. Um, what I'm liking about our new Batman is think of the brutality of Thomas Wayne from Earth Two, just without the guns. Just without the guns. Ooh. Just without the guns. So he's you basically know, better than Bruce Wayne. He has no. He has no problem with, with, with the with the breaking of bones or, you know, oh, this guy fell off the uh, top of a building. Let me shoot a grapple and try and catch him. No, you know, it's like, <laughs> all right, bye. See, yeah, he ain't so, better than Bruce Wayne yet. He ain't there yet. He ain't there yet. <laughs> but, um, and speaking of that, on the back of the comic, ladies and gentlemen, um, please do not forget that the series is getting ready to start. Yes. So, yeah. We own it. Do not forget that. We own it. The Sandman. Let's get into the Marvel now. I'm completed. Caught up. Got all 50 of them. I'm pleased with having all 50 of them. All 50 of them first print. Y'all know it was coming. I wasn't expecting it. But if I last... Immortal Hawk 50 mm-hmm. come out. It is a got it. Phenomenal read. It is a thick book, as y'all can see. Yeah, I see it. I thought it was a damn it trade. A, it is a thick issue. <laughs> and I give I give for people that's like, oh, why why should I why should I read that? Why should I pick that up? I can I can go ahead and reveal it to y'all for y'all for y'all that don't know where is it as soon as i find it oh it's back here there we go 
for y'all that don't know and did not catch it or see it or read the book, we're going to open it up to the one panel to show you the grand entrance of Marvel's One Above All one above and Above All. Which is awesome. Because we don't have, when the last time we saw it? When was the last time you seen the one above all in, in a modern day? Movie? Mm, right. Never. Like maybe. Once. I think it was the 90s, maybe? I think the last the time. Yeah, I think the last I think it was time. Like the 70s. Yeah, I think the last time we saw the one above all is when Thanos became the one above all. Mm, like, and that probably. was. And that was not even. I don't even think. Was that even that canon? Was, modern, was that even canon? No, that was not. That wasn't mm-hmm. This is. That's the thing. This, yeah, this is exactly. scanning. Mortal Hulk is. Mortal Hulk has been. Mortal Hulk is great. It won. It won that award for a reason, man. People, people sleeping on it. I mean, you couldn't have too bad when you got Alex Ross as the cover artist. You know, you got Al Hewitt writing. You can't. It can't be too bad. Alex Ross. People slept on Al. You know. Alex Ross is an illustrator. For those who don't know, he is an illustrator for comic book companies. All over all the world, them. all of them. He does illustrations for everybody. If if the Alex Ross covers wasn't enough to grab you, then I think to some degree you gotta think of as comic fans to a small portion. You walk into the comic shop, you see a cover, like oh that looks like a cool cover. I'm gonna get that book. Kind of mm-hmm. like that variant of the Spider Man that I got with the shoes on. Yep, it's just, it's just a cool book. You know, mm-hmm. it's like I want this. It's super sweet as it. So, yeah. Now, I'm going to go into some back issues, since how that was all I got from this Wednesday, those three books. For y'all that didn't know, or don't know, I do have a favorite Marvel team. And a lot of people say Avengers. Uh, I said the Defenders is one of them. They're not my number one, though, but they are one of my favorite teams. X-Men is in there. You know, people like them. Heroes for Hire. some duos in there, too. But... Favorite overall team is got to be the Illuminati. The Illuminati is a great, a, definitely a great team. That, I mean, the team, the, the cover, the cover, the book, it just looks powerful. It's right. These are the these are the most powerful minds on the planet. Just, just looking. So, I picked up this whole mini-series. Not only I picked up this whole mini-series in a, in a beautiful condition at that, the whole thing. And I'm just, I'm happy to own the individuals of them, because the trade is so hard to find. Yeah, that shit, ooh, that would look so dope. Ooh. The trade is so hard to find. Yeah, man, these illustrations is like movie mm-hmm. posters. And it's just a, it's a really good read, people. For y'all that didn't read it, it's only five books, you know. For y'all the people that never read it, never saw it, like, oh, that's old, but, you know, some of the old stuff is some of the best stuff. <laughs> right. Fact. Then we go into, of course, I'm going to have one big stack in my hall. God damn always gonna have Always going to have at least one. That looked like, like a batch of bonds, man. You said Bronze Age? 
I picked up a bunch of Bronze Age Hulk starting at issues 205. So some early Bronze Age Hulk, basically. This man got all the Hulk shit. That's when he's just as savage and raging. This one I really enjoyed, which is the Exorber Man in Hulk. Mm -hmm. Which Exorber Man does... I felt like he should have had an appearance in at least one Thor movie. Just saying. Which would have been pretty sweet. Yeah. But, you know. But, yeah, I just... There's a bunch of Bronze Age Hulk. I'm going to kind of breeze through these. Because, I mean, you know, a lot of people... They like... I think... I, I personally think Silver Age and Bronze Age Hulk was the best one. I liked this cover, too. Hulk Rhino and Doc Samson. A lot of people... Was that Rhino? Just, it was. <laughs> it was. Wow. Yes. That's, that that was, was probably a decent that, fight. That was Rhino. It was, a, it was more of a Rhino versus Doc Samson than the actual Hulk, but, okay. you know. It still would be a good fight. Now, here's a Hulk versus Samson. They have fought so many. They have fought a few times. I ain't gonna say so many. They have fought a few times. That's the that's the that's the other beauty I love about Bronze Age Hulk is that he he literally got into it and threw them hands with everybody. Everybody. Teammates. Everybody. I ain't trying to hit none of that. Right. Like man, you Throw don't you don't agree. <laughs> Throw them. Right. What? Oh, you, you said there's so no that's food. That's why I really loved it. Then we get into my stack of keys. And the keys for this week are some more Hawks. I picked up some early beautiful copies of Tales of Astonishing. I got some Star Wars the, joints I want to show. This is the first new uh, Ant-Man when he, that giant man had a new I like outfit. that design. I like his helmet. A lot, people, a lot of people forgot about that design. I like his helmet. But... Y'all know how I'm getting down with the Tales of Astonish. Early, early, early Bronze Age Hulk. Um, it's just really... This is just, these are just really fun reads, man. I didn't... I wasn't around. I wasn't born when these books was, you know, came out. Because these are the early 80s. I'm mm -hmm. the end of the 80s. But, like, these are just fun, man. Man. They are really like just fun reads, and I can honestly see reading this stuff. I can see why Marvel held on to its popularity, and why people felt and loved the characters that they did. They really had and, some uh, great writing, bro. They did great. Let's get into the big, big key. My biggest key of the week is that Ooh. first encounter, first fight. With the silver surfer. Man, hell to the yes. That should look And fire. I have to get it because that's actually a little sub thing that I'm doing where I'm actually just trying to collect the Incredibles Hawks first key fight. So, of course, I need his first fight with Thor, first fight with Thing, first fight with Red Hawk. I, mean, I just like all his key fights. Um, first one with Wolverine, of course, would be Hawk 181, which I will have at some point. Even if I get it in a reprint, I'm going to have it. Then my last book. Last book. And it's only one. 
and I picked the trade up because not all of my all came, but so what did? Mm -hmm. Ooh, yeah. got it. I picked it up. <laughs> told y'all that I would. I picked it up in trade. Department of Truth. First five issues by James Tinian. Uh, for people that don't know, James Tinian is current writer of Batman and the other image title something is killing the children. And this this is as good as everybody is claiming it to be. It's, it's lived, it lived up to his name. I, I got into it and went through it with no hopes or high hopes. I had no expectations. I was like, people hype it up, so I'm just like, nah, may not be as good as it is. But it's rare that I give a book a five out of five. That's definitely one of them. So, Department of Truth. I really give a, I really give a book a five out of five. But between that and this Immortal Hulk, we're both this week both five out of five for me. Both of them. Immortal Hulk so. issue fifty and Department of Truth issues one through five. And. Just so y'all know. So y'all don't know. Donny Cates is taking over writing for the Hulk. That's crazy. So the new Hulk series coming out will be written by Donny. And the new Venom series is going to be written by Al Hewitt. Okay. Who wrote all of Immortal Hulk. They're so the two top Marvel writers are just swapping books. Just swapping books. Beautiful. That's it for me this week, man. Man, you got all the Hulk shit. <laughs> just, I'm trying, man. All right, man. I am, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a, Like I said, so this week, my whole, you know what I'm saying, is late. So... You know, what can you do? So I am instead going to show um, show some Star Wars comic books. And um, give me a second, I gotta go get them. This book was just another half was so good. It's definitely uh of hell and death, man. You gotta you gotta reread. You gotta read that multiple times. First, I want to start off with um, 
A lot of the comic books that I have were written, I mean, were published by Marvel and Dark Horse. Yeah, Dark Horse do got some Star Wars, don't they? Yep. So, the first one I'm going to show off is um, my Star Wars number 15. Is that a... I thought that was a Ross cover. That's beautiful, though. Yeah, man. They is, that, that's, is that current or is that back issue? Hmm? That's current or back issue? No, this current. No, back okay. issue. Back, back issue, back issue. And hold on, wait. Yep, back issue. And this one is Rogue One. Man, who, who illustrates their stuff? Man, it doesn't look so like, like a cover of a novel. <laughs> yeah, man, this is dope. They got one with Thrawn on it too, and this one by um, Dark Horse. I actually got like four of them in here, but this is uh, um, this is number one. So how big of a uh, how big of a Star Wars fan would you say you are? I am. Probably, I'm probably mid tier. Okay. And these are just basically fo um, photographs of the story. You know what I'm saying? Little, you know, no real artwork. You know what I'm saying? But still great art. You know what I'm saying? In so the they story. took. Okay. They took. I was about to say. So they took shots from the movie and made the covers. Yeah. So is the story actually the movie, or is those like in between, like some side? It's, it's still the it's, they show you some side stuff, like you know if you was playing a video game or something like that. Okay. You know, but mainly, yeah, it was showing you the story of episodes one. You know, and that's just you know just this, and that's just a whole series one through four. The next one is Darth Vader. series of uh, been doing well for a, a while now. Yeah, man. I gotta get the rest of this series. Vader, Vader has been doing really well. A lot of people don't understand it. Just like, what's the other one that's out right now? High Republic? Yeah. It's doing, doing really well. Great. It's doing good, man. I'm enjoying it. The next one I have is um, the Bounty Hunter series by Dark Horse. The Star Wars Bounty Hunter series. They had a Bounty, bounty Hunter over there, so the Bounty Hunter stuff ain't new? Nah. This is, I thought the Bounty Hunter stuff was new. I have the original Mandalorian novel. Hmm. And I thought this was all, like, new. Mm-hmm. And this one? I right. thought, I was, for, you know, for a while, I'm thinking only... What's his name? Baba and uh, his dad. I thought Django. I thought they was the only body hunters. Nope. There's there's a whole storyline for them. And yeah, I got this. I mean, how else could they have the war? And I got the Star Wars Lego joint edition. It's just, you, gotta always, you gotta enjoy the, the, the miscellaneousness of something like that. Yeah, man. <laughs> you gotta enjoy those. For real. You know, but yeah, like if I was to... So yeah, I'm I'm a stand though. Like anytime some Star Wars shit hit the scene, you know I'm on it. You know what I mean? I'm more of a 
I'm a definitely a low tier. When the Star Wars conversations sparks up, I usually just listen. Yeah, I can have a discussion. Like, I can even talk about a few books, but there's so many books, you know what I'm saying? So many Star Wars books, so many writers that I wrote. Like I said, I'm, I'm, I ain't I'm low tier. The only stuff I can probably, probably have a, a conversation about is the Old Republic stuff with Raven and Bane. That's... That's about it because that's the only stuff I read. <laughs> I mean, I saw the movies, but I mean, I, people people don't tend to talk about the movies like that. Yeah, and they if they do, about the, and if they are talking more. about the movie, they like dismantling and trying to figure out what's wrong with it and shit. Like you know, they they and that'd be the problem. Like people can't ever like accept and love shit for what it is. Like Star Wars wasn't. Love because it was, you know what I'm saying, fucking accurate. That's not why Star Wars was, you know what I'm saying, love, dude. It was a science fiction movie that gave you another world. That's no different than the people that love, like, Lord of the Rings and being in a fantasy world. It's no, exactly. no different. It's just, it, it was risky. And that's what I tell people. The, the, the fan bases are totally different. You Definitely. don't have anybody Definitely. with Lord of the Rings and Harry Potter trying to dismantle their movies in and shit on their movies like you do the Star Wars fan base. It's annoying. Very. Like, they make you not really enjoy or appreciate the last three films that they made for The Last Jedi and, you know, The Force Awakens and things like that. They made it not enjoyable. You know what I'm saying? Because, yeah, I get it. They messed up, you know what I'm saying, on a lot. You know, they dropped the ball on a few things, you know what I mean? But... It's still Star Wars, bro. Like you know, I enjoyed Mandalorian. Yeah, the Mandalorian is great. And by the way, since while we're talking about the Mandalorian, they are they just started filming season three of the Mandalorian. So we on go. We getting Boba Fett. We getting the book of Boba Fett. Book of Boba, yeah. We getting the book of Boba Fett in December. And when they just started filming the Mandalorian, like yesterday. <laughs> Or they probably did it way before that, but they announced it, you know what I'm saying, yesterday. Because I didn't enjoy Rogue One, I didn't enjoy the last two or three movies. But Mandalorian hit, and I was like, alright? Rogue One was definitely different, man, because it just showed you everything that happened, you know what I mean? Like, Which one of them was it when Vader showed over his infamous elevators? That was um the end of Rogue One. Okay. Yeah. That was like the only thing I liked about it. <laughs> <laughs> that was literally the only thing I liked about the movie, man. I sat through that whole movie and was like, okay. Hey, that was the best part of the movie. I mean, you can't, we, nobody can deny that. <laughs> That's the best part of the movie, right? Man, listen. You don't want to be in the elevator with no Skywalker. I'm going to watch that when I get done with this show, man. I'm going to watch that I think scene. I'm gonna go, I think I'm going to go ahead and watch both. I'm going to watch the Vader's Luke. and Luke's. And Luke's. Right. It got I'm to. Watch both. <laughs> I'm going to watch both. Yeah, 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 but those was my choices. I just wanted to show y'all that Star Wars got some content out here. You know, um, a there's lot a lot of content. A lot of there's content. a lot of books. And I understand we'll discuss High Republic already um, on the show um, and the Bounty Hunter series and the Darth Vader series. You know, I even have the original Star Wars, like number one, two, one through seven, 
you know what I'm saying? It's like, I think like 60 or something like that. I got to get that collection. But I got like one through seven. And, like, I love Star Wars, man. There's a lot of content out here. Like, literally anything you want to read, whatever genre you like, with anything you like, it doesn't matter what it is, you can find a comic book or a manga that has it. You know what I'm saying? That has something yeah. to do with it. You know what I'm I mean? was at my comic shop and I saw that they had the Diary of Anne Frank illustrated in comic book form. So come on now, y'all. Man, that's believable as hell. They got the Bible. They got the Bible in fucking comic book form, bro. Come on now. <laughs> they got uh, what is it called? Um, the Michael Jackson Last Dance or something like that yeah, illustrated man. into a comic book. <laughs> like they got part Prince's Purple Rain illustrated into a comic book. Man, dude, the, they got everything. Pride and Prejudice. Everything. Like, come on now, the color purple. You get it all. All You get it all in graphic novel form. You get it all, yo. But y'all gotta, look, man, look, start letting me know what y'all read, man, or give me y'all recommended reads. Like I said, all of my stuff didn't come. Um, Because I did want to, I, I haven't read it, but I did go ahead and I ordered uh, Prodigy with your boy Edison. I also ordered Bitter Roots and Excellence. And I got a few other things on there that I that I ordered for myself that I'm interested in reading. So next week, so next next week show should be should be lit. Cause I mean, this weekend, Motor City Comic Con. Mm-hmm. Motor City. We just had New York. Now we got Motor City. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and I wish I could be there, bro. Cause we could have definitely made a tomorrow, show for that. Starting tomorrow, Motor City Comic Con. I haven't made the official decision about whether I'm even going simply because I'm really, you know, not really seeing a reason to go, honestly. <laughs> you should just go to show honest. your face. <laughs> yeah, I should, but it ain't like you can see your face and it's like you got to have a mask on and stuff like yeah, that. Like, yeah, yeah, There's so much stuff that because of how the pandemic hit, the, the show ain't going to be like what it used to be. It's not going to be I mean, it pretty much they didn't pretty much took away everything, and now it's it's solely strictly so focused right back onto the comics, which I'm fine with. But it's just not gonna feel like it when you don't have everything else as well, like the video games, the cosplay, yeah, yeah, yeah. all of that. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. and I feel like by going to a show after the pandemic, I feel like. Like I told people, I said, it seemed like everybody was selling their collections. Mm-hmm. That's why I was able to acquire so much. But I seemed like going to a show, I feel like they'll be taxing a little more than what they're supposed to. Yeah. Man, I can see that. Like, I, and that's, that's how my mindset works. I might pop in and show my face, see if I can find a couple key books, some more tales to astonish, because that's pretty much my fa- main focus, seeing as how uh, that, for me, I'm very pleased with myself that I now own every single issue of Spawn. From oh, issues one yeah. all the way to 322. Y'all has been talking about that shit since niggas met. Every, ever since we met, I've been trying to complete that one. I've been trying to complete that series. And I am current. I am not missing any Spawn issues. I have no holes to fill for Spawn. 
I don't have to go into a comic shop and look through a spawn back issue box no more. I'm current. I have every issue. I have every variant. I have every cover. I have every first appearance. <laughs> every first death. Every revival. If it's spawn related, <laughs> I I'm pleased with that. So spawn Prince. To to a show, and all the Spawn King. Change <laughs> like, the name, man. <laughs> no, well, you know he can't, you know. <laughs> no, he, I mean, the he god, man. He the god. Yeah, that's, that's different, man. He, Tales he... of Astonish is where I'm working on, but this is what I'm really gonna work. This is this is about to be my focus now. Um, as far as books. That I feel like it's just I will be a fun collection. Acquiring all Hawks, infamous rage moments before manga was a thing and everybody was having their rage moments mm -hmm. hawk, hawk is the embodiment of that to to get pissed off and transform into something else yeah that's that's always been his thing he also teaches us that when we are angry that we need to learn how to breathe mm -hmm. and how to control it because that's really all he has, that's really all his books are it's, it's about anger management. management it's about anger management and people People don't realize that, that, that anger management was a uh, anger management was a big deal back in the sixties and seventies for them people. You know that that was real big going through everybody doing coke and plants and coke. And, <laughs> you know it was it was anger management was a big thing. Bruh, oh, the liquor was straight mm -hmm. alcohol, man. Man, straight gas. <laughs> straight gas. Man, right to the see? Like everything about comic books, man, it's, and, and things about stories, they're supposed to be some type of message. You know what I'm saying? There has to be like at least like a one word, you know, or you know, just a phrase or something that you could say just about that story. You know what I'm saying? Like it's about that. You know what I'm saying? I feel like yeah, you should be able to do that. Leave a comment below, and even y'all don't leave a comment below. Y'all can inbox me, hit me up. Yeah. Say, hey Terry, check this book up. You know what I'm saying? Y'all gave me that recommended of the Sinister Wars. I've read it. I'm not a big Spider-Man fan, but I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the Sinister Wars for what it was. It was a it was a good book. Um. So like I said, though, definitely a decent week, read. My week this my this week people read Department of Truth. This is my recommended read for this week. If you haven't read it, read it or. If you already did or collected it, if you're not, if you're not up on, get up on. It's my recommended read. Um, I definitely see more, see some awards for that book coming up. Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> well, that's the end of our show, y'all. I gave, I don't have no recommendations for today except for the same ones. Um, read Bitterroot, read Excellence, and um. Read Divinity. Them, them are my recommendations for right now. I don't have any recommendations that for anything current or new right now because I'm still working on my list. So I'm, I got y'all next show for real. We're going to do a show next week. I got y'all. We're going to have way more, way more in store. But either way, thank y'all for tuning in. You know what I'm saying? Love yourself. Love your family. Remember, don't stress about the things you can't control. And peace, man. Have a good night. I'll say. All right, brother. All right, bro.